there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. My name is Cortland, and with me today is the guy that's always rolling for Yahtzees. It's Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? Hey, Cortland. I'm doing good. You know, I actually got a, a computer version of Yahtzee. It was called Yacht. Oh, no, it was called Yacht Dice, and oh, okay. it was like a very low-budget kind of thing. And I played it with mm. my wife, and we yes. both rolled a Yahtzee first game well only game because we only played it once i can see and why. there was an achievement for getting a yahtzee and i was like okay we're done with this game now because <laughs> <laughs> i've rolled like maybe three yahtzees in my entire yahtzee career i feel like there's two things about brandon he records a podcast and he loves yahtzee <laughs> yeah those are both true and probably like number one and number two things people need to know about me so would you say that's like one of your biggest accomplishments in life is rolling a yahtzee in a yahtzee knockoff video game yeah nice like if i god forbid if if my wife exploded (laughs) or divorced me and i was speed dating every single time (laughs) i would be like hey my name is brandon i do a podcast and i rolled a yahtzee first time on yacht dice (laughs) (laughs) no i i mean yeah, that's that's the way to get everybody to notice you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Brandon, you know, I got to say, we always record stuff on like important days and all that. Yes. It's Easter. Yes. I am staring <laughs> right now at uh some Easter baskets filled with chocolate that I need to uh f- do more with after we're done recording. So Oh boy. Yeah. Chocolate in uh Australia. Do they they celebrate Easter, right? Like Easter's a thing. Yes, there are Christians in Australia. okay okay so like is the chocolate good like do you remember american chocolate i do and it's i mean it's a lot of cadbury oh okay like the one with the cream in the middle or like other cadbury oh just like all cadbury there's there's so much cadbury here it's all cadbury okay yeah in america the only like the only thing i knew of cadbury was the cream eggs oh man but here it's like this is this is the big deal man there's this chocolate uh so i watched this uh youtuber named ann reardon and she lives in australia she does how to cook that Mm -hmm. and one of the chocolates that they have there is called flakes have you ever had a flake yeah i've had flakes do you like it no okay it doesn't look very good (laughs) no it's (laughs) they have good chocolate here but that is not one of them okay so that's like the cheapo chocolate gotcha yeah it's rubbish (laughs) uh hershey i like hershey but here, Hershey is considered like dog food tier chocolate. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so you're over there like getting the five cent chocolates <laughs> and everybody else is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because, you know, I don't I don't know if they have them here, but we still have like the Easter chocolate that is basically just wax. Yeah. You, know, you eat it and like your tongue is now wax and it slicks off of all the wet surfaces and mm-hmm. stuff. Do you guys have that too? Uh, There's definitely, yeah, different tiers of quality. But I feel like okay. even the even the worst chocolate here is like still technically chocolate, whereas in America, like they can just sell, sell stuff as chocolate that does not actually contain any cocoa. Yeah, I feel like the FDA stuff in America is quite different than it is in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Brandon. So besides it being Easter, did you do anything sweet this week? I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while because we had we didn't record two weeks ago. And then last week we had Rachel on. Anything sweet happen in your life besides chocolate? Uh... Yeah, I rolled a Yahtzee. That's my big accomplishment. <laughs> Last two weeks, that's the best thing I've done. No, I've just been playing some video games, man. Uh, that's sweet. Got that new Resident Evil, and 
I feel like there was something else, but it must not be that good because I can't remember it. That's okay. I'm still working on all the Final Fantasies, so... Yeah, nothing exciting over here anyway. Yeah, still video games. They still video exist. Games, video games, video games. People are probably like, why the fuck are they talking about video games again? Get back to the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to those Yahtzees. I don't know what those are all about. Oh, let me tell you. It was six sixes. That's the king of Yahtzees. Wow, that's like all the points. The five sixes, sorry. <laughs> oh, you little oh, cheater, you. Now yeah, I, know I, added, you I added an extra dice. <laughs> Fucking cheater over here. Anyway, Brandon, we watched the episode of Tales from the Crypt. Do you want to get into the shit? Yeah, we should probably talk about that. Okay. Well, we watched, um, let's see, was it season two, episode four now? Um, Till mm-hmm. Death. Uh, what did you think about Till Death, Brandon? I liked Till Death. Oh, you little goose. I liked it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's another, you know, just simple kind of story where I feel like there's not really any room to hate anything about it because it's, it's very straightforward. It's a little bit racist. I kind of hate that, but it suits the character, so she gets what she gets. So yeah, that. yeah, like uh, that's not portrayed in a positive light. This episode reminds me a little bit, and it's probably entirely because of the setting. But um, how I got my shrunken head, you know, because it's in like, well, a jungle. It's in Jamaica, you know, and yeah, how I got my shrunken head was like an island or whatever, but a fake island. Yeah, what was it called? Like Cambodia. <laughs> I can't remember. What you, what <laughs> no, it was, was a fake name. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. This one takes place in Jamaica, so you get to hear me have a terrible Jamaican accent. Oh, please. You're going to get us canceled. I know, right? <laughs> it's the whole goal. That's why I started this podcast to get canceled. <laughs> no, I got to say, Brandon, we got... I mean, should I spoil some things here? I'm, I'm going to do uh, it. Sure, got, sure. I mean, look, look, the picture basically spoils it anyway. We got zombies, Brandon. We got a zombie. Yes, finally, man. Zombies. <laughs> Well, zombie. Okay, there's yeah. only one. But. It's, it's, the, it's the voodoo kind of zombie rather than uh, Romero style, but I call it a win. Yeah, I'll take it, but I, I, I prefer, you know, moaning, slow-moving zombies. But, you know, they do some great zombie makeup in this one. Well, okay, they do great zombie makeup most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> some of it looks it, like shit, there's lots okay. of zombie makeup, and most of it looks really good. Well, why not? Okay, we... we we just tantalized the taste buds for this episode. <laughs> we should just talk about it. We should yeah. get into it. Yeah. Our episode begins with the Crypt Keeper chilling out Max and relaxing all cool. He's got his <laughs> feet up and he's got sunglasses on. He notices our presence saying, ah, welcome to my cozy crypt. Have I got a story for you? A tacky tropical tale of love and lust, greed and ghouls, and my personal favorite, death. And he chuckles a little bit. He warns us it's not a pretty picture and demands that we pack our passport and prepare for this torrid tale of putrefaction in paradise. He's sure we'll find it appealing. God, he really loves his alliteration, doesn't he? Yeah, it's really, like, the most difficult thing about taking notes is listening to his alliterations over and over again and being like, what is that word? What did he say? (laughs) So, yeah, that's my struggle. We zoom into the picture for our episode that shows us a dude sleeping in bed, and there's a fucking zombie creature that's about to lick his damn face. Yep, I saw that cover, and I was 100% in for this episode. Zombies. Also, there's a window in the background with a girl in a wedding dress with her arms in the air like she just doesn't even care. Yeah, she's not a zombie, but, you know, still cool. She's there. She's chilling. That's our girl Psyche. <laughs> I assume. Is it? Huh. I'm pretty sure it's Psyche, yeah. Okay. She's one of the characters. This leads us into our episode where it's nighttime, and we get our little Till Death title card, and there's some drums playing as we watch some people dancing and rubbing skulls around a campfire. 
One guy puts the skull over his head, one person raises a snake over their head for some reason, and then out walks a woman in white. Looks like uh, she's in a wedding dress or something. And she takes a little picture of a, a white dude. Or is it just this photograph of a white man? Yeah, just a and, very uh, bland looking white man. Yeah. And a, a guy raises a machete and then slaps it down on a chicken, I'm pretty sure, and blood splatters all over that picture in her hands. Then she gently places that picture in the fire. <laughs> Yes, ever so lovingly. Here you go. Very sweet. Yeah, she's just sacrificing that picture to the fire. She watches as it burns, and that cuts us over to the dude from the picture, and he pours himself a drink. One of the things I found funny about this episode, and I didn't notice it until my second watch, is that this scene where, like, they're lifting up the snake and stuff, they play that again later. They just use, like, the same footage. Is it the same footage? Because it, like, I noticed it's very similar. Like, oh, they're doing this kind of uh ritual again but i didn't notice it was the exact same footage but i'm not surprised it might not be the exact same footage but you know like it's just a different take of what they were doing and they were like we're not gonna get everybody in these outfits and yeah they didn't bring them back we're not paying for that nah so they just maybe it's a different like take of it but it's the same fucking thing that's how you do voodoo okay you gotta get a snake and you gotta raise it in the air (laughs) yeah i don't think you can do voodoo without a snake it's impossible some old man walks up to him, and he is giggling, and he clinks his glass against the uh, the dude's glass, saying, To the future, partner. And he hands him a copy of some paperwork for a hotel construction, and the dude pockets it, saying that uh, he can see the fabulous Hotel Calypso raising on the land already. They chuckle about some woman missing it, and another, like, they were talking, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> care about any of this. they talk about some girl going into cardiac arrest or something which they only talk about because it comes up again later i think then we see a woman take a seat and our main character whose name is logan andrews which is the guy from the picture asks mm-hmm. who that incredible creature is well the old man whose name is freddie tells him it's none other than margaret richardson the margaret richardson yes one of the london's richest i guess i don't know the London. It's right next to the land. <gasps> Dude, um, something talked about my land the other day that I was watching, and I was like, man, I feel so dumb that I had no idea what that was, because I'm an <laughs> uncultured idiot. <laughs> Look, all I do is I sit in my room, okay, I don't leave my house, I work from home, and then I record a podcast, okay? <laughs> I don't do anything. Oh, I don't know I'm, what my I'm land I'm right is. there with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, Margaret Richardson, richest woman in London, maybe, I don't know. I don't even know what time period we're in. Logan wants to meet her, but Freddy suggests to keep his mind on the prize. Then he walks over and smooches Margaret on the hand. Margaret's British, Brandon, so you get terrible British accent and terrible Jamaican this accent. This episode has it all. Yeah, it's a culture clash, mostly from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he goes for another smooch, and Margaret stops him, saying, Oh, goodness, mind my hair. It's already suffered enough from the humidity. That was awful. The two chuckle, and Freddie introduced her to Logan, saying Margaret's just arrived from England. Logan welcomes her to their island paradise, and she's all, Paradise? Oh, hardly. I'd forgotten how hot and humid it gets down here. Also, the food is so spicy and so... And she stops, and she looks around for a second because she's about to be racist, and says, Ethnic. Oof. Yep. What is she doing here? She's just... I don't know what she's doing <laughs> like, here. Like, why is she here, her. actually? So, <laughs> Margaret Richardson is there to be the plot point for the episode. Because what's happening here is they're on they're in Jamaica. They're mm-hmm. on an island. And the main character wants to build a hotel. And 
he doesn't have enough money. Like that's the main point of the, the story here. So that whole gold digger thing from the IMDb. Yes. Like he's not intentionally a gold digger. He just ran out of he money. He becomes one. Became too expensive. Yeah. So Margaret's just here for some reason. I don't. I don't know why she would go here. Yeah, she hates it, and she hates it here. She d- didn't come with the intention of paying for this hotel. But no, they're has, they're not. This isn't like a crowdfunding sort of <laughs> party that they're having because supposedly it seems like they have the money to do it right now. Right, but well, as we'll soon find out, there's some unexpected things yeah. that happen. Also, where are they now? They're in... Like, he's building a hotel, a but they also just seem to have... Like, where is... Where does this take place? Is this just a mansion? I think it's a plantation, Brandon. I think it's yeah. like a plantation mansion. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not... Look, I've watched Outlander, okay, which is, you know, set in the 1700s. This is not set in the 1700s, but I know that plantations were in Jamaica. Because I go to Jamaica for a minute. All right. She also says, Brandon, that the trip down here was an absolute nightmare. They had the nerve to call the service first class. What they should have called it was steerage, which I don't know what steerage is, but good one, Margaret. Logan turns his head to Freddy and says, You said she was a tad high strung. She's a bitch on wheels. Which makes me assume it's in the 50s, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Nobody calls anybody bitches on wheels. Brandon, you're a bitch on wheels. (gasps) Hey, this isn't the 50s. Oh, here comes Brandon, the bitch on wheels. Dude, I am a trifling <laughs> bitch on wheels. Oh my god. Yes, you are. That's what you are. Yep. It's taken 20 years of friendship, but that is definitely <laughs> you in a nutshell. Yeah, you finally <laughs> nailed it down. Perfect way to describe <laughs> me. Trifling a trifling bitch, on, bitch wheels. on wheels who got a Yahtzee in his first game of Yachtice. <laughs> Suddenly, a man burst into the room yelling, Boss! Boss, come quick! Oh man. I'm going to offend somebody here. Yeah, don't There's do that. There's a terrible accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have in my notes here. Forgive my terrible Jamaican accent. I was prepared. Okay, good. <laughs> forgiven. All is forgiven. Logan excuses himself from the soiree, asking Margaret not to go anywhere. Margaret claps back, mostly to herself. Where would I go in this godforsaken place? Cut to a bubbling swamp of sorts. It's actually the scariest thing to any 90s kids. Quicksand. Yeah. Quicksand and lava, that stuff he just assumed was going to be everywhere. Yep. One thing that I knew when I was a 90s kid is that I was going to die in a pool of quicksand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I act, well, at least in my memory, I actually saw some quicksand. Get out. No, and you survived? (laughs) Yeah, I made it out. But there was a wagon that we were playing with that did not. Oh my God. Jeez, that is straight up out of like (laughs) never ending story. Like you're just like, wagon, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's sunken in the quicksand. I feel like you've told me that story before. Maybe it is true. The guy who went to go get Logan, his name is Noah. And I think this is the last point he's in this episode. So we're definitely going to cover him in the IMDb section. Yeah, he's like number three in the credits. So he's very... (laughs) There's only about four characters, so (laughs) it makes sense. He says that they were clearing some brush. And before they knew what happened, the quicksand swallowed up a dude. Just like like that, Brandon. He was gone. Mm -hmm. The sand came out of the pit. And ate him. It was just like in Creep Show 2, where the like pool of blob that's in the water. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but anyway, I've seen swallows that people up. The raft. Mm, it's a yeah. good one. He says, Poor Charlie Mon, gonna miss him. <laughs> I'm, I'm awful. Keep going, Logan just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Logan coughs a little saying, Alright, tomorrow take the man and start at the other end. And he turns to leave, but Noah yells, But that's what I've been trying to tell you, boss. The land, all of it, 
Logan tells him to sink some pylons and he turns to walk away, but Noah's all, wait a second. And Logan grabs Noah by the shirt yelling, I don't care what it takes, make it work. Noah tells him that he can shake him all he wants, but if you're going to build here, it's going to take more money than God. God is rich as hell. Yeah, he is. God, God is just blinged up. He's got gold chains. He's oh my God. he's wearing Rolexes all up the wrist. He's got a Tesla, I heard. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got fur coats. He's just like, yo, what up? I'm God. Lance constantly asks me if I want a Tesla, and I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think I could fit in a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he want a Tesla? Because that's what all the YouTubers got, Brandon. Oh. Logan whips his hat down in frustration and walks away. And then we watch as his hat sinks into quicksand, like, immediately. (laughs) Yeah. That's some quick-ass sand, Cortland. That's, yeah, that hat got sucked up faster than Charlie. (laughs) That we didn't get to watch. (laughs) Cut over to Logan, smoking a cigarette, and he's returning to the party. But he's outside. So he moves inside, but Freddy's there, saying, What's all the hubba? You look like you just lost your best friend if you had one. Logan tells him to shut the fuck up and quit busting his chops. <laughs> then explains the land is a swamp and will cost millions to build on. Because that's how much money God has. He's ruined. The two guys look over at Margaret and remember that she's super rich since she's got four million in the bank. Freddie eggs him on a little to go get that money. So Logan walks over to Margaret and pours her a drink saying it was Miss Robertson, right? And Maggie's all, nah bitch, it's Richardson. Funny, no one else has any trouble remembering my name. Logan tells her maybe he spent all his energy remembering your face, which kind of sounds like a gotcha moment. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's enabling gold digger mode right now. Oh yes, yes he is. If we if he didn't, we wouldn't have an episode. So thank <laughs> that's you. That's true. And this must be the 1950s because like four million dollars doesn't even buy you like a gift shop for a hotel these days. Yeah, and in the 50s, four million dollars was all the money God had. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God's like, I didn't I didn't even make more than four million. I just stopped at four. <laughs> you know, he's looking at his W2s like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret says he should be saving himself for more strenuous pursuits. And Logan chuckles saying, I know you hate this place, but it does have its compensations. Moonlit beaches, pounding surf, tropical breezes, and also me. Margaret stands up calling him a boorish young hustler and walks away saying, Good night. Damn. She walks away. And Logan pouts for a second as he takes a drink. Now we cut over to, I don't know, someplace else. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, accurate. And a woman opens up a door asking what the hell Logan wants. And Logan smiles asking, can I just visit an old friend? And she walks into her home saying, don't be playing games with me, Logan Andrews. Our friendship was over. As soon as your fancy friends didn't approve of you bringing your own duck meat to that club barbecue. Logan's all touche, Saki. Let me just cut to the chase. My shit ain't going so well seems there's a certain young lady that doesn't find me as charming as you once did. And Psyche sniffs at him and walks away as Logan asks if she can do something for him. You know, strictly business, of course. Psyche tells him, alright, sure. And hands him a vial saying to give her one drop and she'll become your wife. And if you give her two, she'll be yours for life. Then, she grabs Logan's face and smooches him. <laughs> I don't know why she does that. And he, yeah. he pushes her off and then he leaves. <laughs> I like Psyche. <laughs> yeah, Psyche's dope. Psyche's my favorite character of the episode. (laughs) Well, I like the actress. She's great. Yeah, I can't wait to meet her. We zip over to Logan and Margaret talking about the future plans for the hotel he wants to build. And he's saying the swimming pool will go over here. And this picture is showing the cabanas. What you think? 
Margie thinks it has potential, but as her father used to say, the first three rules of real estate are location, location, and location. Yeah, he invented that. <gasps> He's God. <laughs> anyway, this location is disgusting, Brandon. It's disgusting. I mean, a swamp full of quicksand. Like, yeah, I don't disagree. She didn't even know that it was a swamp full of quicksand, though. She just hates Jamaica. That is true. That is true. Yes. Marge- Margaret's dumb. <laughs> I wish I was in Jamaica right now. I'd probably be all sweaty, though. Ugh. There's one thing I want to see in this world before I die, Brandon, and that's crystal blue water. And I know Jamaica has it. (laughs) They're hogging all the crystal water. I want to see dolphins swimming with my own eyes. She continues, Brandon. She says, I think it's a bad risk. And you, Mr. Andrews, you are bad news. Logan scoffs, saying, sorry you feel that way because you made quite an impression on me last night and everyone at the party. We see him pour a drink as she snobs about the part, saying, If that's the creme de la creme of island society, give me skimmed milk. (laughs) She's so British. Yeah. We see Logan pour one drop of the potion into a drink as she complains more about how it's so hot in Jamaica and it's such a wonderful island parent. She takes a drink from him, saying she would be better once she got out of this tropical hellhole, and then she takes a drink. She immediately starts to look pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, she immediately looks like she's got to take a shit and puke Mm -hmm. at the same time. She's got that diarrhea. She stands up asking if it just got hotter in here. Long as all, yeah, and I totally think it's about to get even hotter. And he smooches her on the lips. And then she slaps him in response, saying, Oh, yeah, my dead body. Appropriate. Good night, Logan, and good riddance. Logan stands there stunned as she walks away. Cut over to the bedroom, where Logan is tossing and turning. And his door opens up. And by his door, I mean, like, the door to the outside, because he's got, like, a nice little porch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's Margaret, and she walks in. He asks if that's her. He's like, oh, is that you, Margaret, in my room? And she says that she just couldn't stay away. Logan asks if she's feeling okay, and Margaret says she is. Also, she asks not to call her Margaret, but to call her Maggie. Oh, that's way hotter. Oh my gosh, right? So much easier to say. She gets super close to Logan on his bed, and he asks if he can get her anything. And Maggie tells her, yeah, you. And then they lay down. This episode, we don't get like a six-minute you know, sex scene like we did in, um, what was that one episode? Oh yeah, Lover Come Hack to Me. Mm-hmm. They're all like marriage, the episode to me, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it's all the gold digger saga. This cuts us to a village or something, and we're over with Psyche, who's doing some voodoo for a second, before we cut back to Logan and Maggie in bed, and someone brings them some champagne or whatever. Maggie says she doesn't like the looks of that man, you know, that brought her the champagne, and they need to get a better class of servant. Logan's Good all put, but Maggie... That family's worked here for generations. But, 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 but Mr. Maggie. <laughs> we can't just tell them where to get out of here or where they're going to go. Maggie tells them that they can go somewhere else that has lower standards. Logan thinks about this for a second and then offers Maggie some champagne. And he pours her a cup and drops another drop of the potion in there saying, Arrivederci, Margaret. Hello, Maggie. Then he just empties the whole goddamn vial into the drink. <laughs> why why because he's dope why did he even need like is this potion meant to be like a you know 12 hours yeah but oh oh right does it wear off does the one drop wear off look look shame on logan for doing like this i guess but psyche didn't explain a goddamn thing okay she didn't say if it was gonna wear off or anything like that i mean by her by her instructions one drop and you know that's it right so Mm -hmm. i don't know Basically, what he's doing, he's like, oh, this potion made her love me. Maybe if I put enough in, she'll quit being racist. (laughs) (laughs) Psyche didn't say anything about that part, though. Back with Psyche. So this whole scene cuts back and forth between Psyche doing some voodoo shit and Logan and Maggie smooching and whatever. Yeah. So she's lighting some candles, doing that voodoo that she do. 
With Logan and Maggie, they both take a drink. And Margaret gets uncomfortable again, asking, what the fuck's going on here? It's getting hotter again. And she lays on top of Logan, smooching her a bunch. With Psyche, she's got them candles, and there's two voodoo dolls in the middle. With the couple, which I put in quotes here, because they're not really. Margaret starts coughing and convulsing a bunch, speaking some voodoo magic, and convulsing just a whole bunch more, Brandon. Yeah, like if you thought she had to take a turbo shit from that one drop, like she is... (laughs) This is wrecking her insides now. Yeah, it is blasting out both ends. (laughs) We don't see any of that, though. Like, I could have at least had her vomit. There's no vomiting in this episode. Yeah, this episode is very tame. Like, come on. It's it's HBO, guys. Let's... More shit in boobs, please. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently some time's passed, because now Freddy is in the room, and Logan is yelling at him, saying he's got enough drugs in his bag to stock a pharmacy, so do something. Because I guess Freddy is like a doctor... It doesn't really matter. Yeah, he called him Doc earlier. We can't let her go like the Widow Fitzgerald, is what he says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I can remember is that song about the Edwards Fitzgerald. <laughs> what song? Uh, it's the song from the 70s about like this boat that sank in the one of the Great Lakes. Yeah. And it's I really don't like that song, but my father-in-law loves it. <laughs> It's like Uh-oh. his favorite song. <laughs> okay. Look it up. It's awful. I will. It, after it is right up there with... Uh, y- there's a couple of songs I hate in my life, okay? One of them is Hotel California. Can't stand that song. Why? Another one, I just don't like it. My mom used to play it all the fucking time, and I was like, oh, you know? Okay. Another one for me is... Went to... No, no, not that one. I don't like that song either, but uh, what's it called? <laughs> what song is that that you were singing? Went to the desert on a horse. Oh, Okay. That song's also good. I thought you were singing, like, we went to the moon in 1969. And I was like, whoa, on your list of hated songs is one of the Even Stevens musicals songs? No, no, I love that song. Okay. The other one is um, Bye Bye American Pie. I hate that song. Okay, that's fair. He's got some other great songs. Don McLean. I'll I'll look him up, I promise. All right. (laughs) I will, I will. So the only reason that they talk about the Widow Fitzgerald, I'm pretty sure that's who they were talking about that had the cardiac arrest at the beginning of the episode that I skipped around my notes in. I don't know. Freddie doesn't know what's wrong with her, and it could be anything. Then asks if she's eaten or ingested anything unusual. Hmm. I wonder what it could be. <laughs> yeah. And Logan's like, what? Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Logan's all, oh, well, let me think yeah, about that. Uh, was it the drug? No, no. I don't, I don't know. I anything. can't think of anything. I don't <laughs> time I've known her. The poison, maybe? No, no. Maggie snaps up and grabs Logan yelling I'll always love you forever and ever and then she fucking dies (laughs) yep (laughs) Freddy checks her out for like five seconds before declaring that she is dead that cuts us over to the casket being lowered into a grave and some dude talking about God giving eternal life and all that stuff Logan and Freddy are there, and I just find it really weird that they would just bury her in Jamaica yeah I thought that too (laughs) like she's an incredibly wealthy heiress from London and her family is just <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, just dump her there, whatever. We don't want her back. It costs too much money to ship her dead body back to London. Yes, it would cost more money than God to get her over here. <laughs> yeah, all they gotta do in Jamaica is just plop her in one of the just, quicksand pits. Yeah, just throw her in the quicksand, it'll be fine. <laughs> back to the earth, we say. <laughs> They're just like, oh, well, if we have her body in Jamaica, we can just take vacations there to, quote-unquote, visit her. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> to that hellhole. Oh, my God. They're all racist.
Hey there everybody, Cortland here, your good buddy and your voodoo practicing bestie. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we've got. We're so thankful for you spending some time with us. With plenty of bonus content posted multiple times a week on Patreon, if you just can't get enough of the show, consider becoming a patron today. That's patreon.com slash private island. We got plot points on Mondays for some extra laughs, full-length video episodes on Thursdays, so you're always up to date on what we cover, and early release episodes of the podcast the moment I finish editing them. We've got behind-the-scenes videos, bloopers, and all the latest up-to-date information. Brandon and I have been working hard to update our Patreon with new art, new rewards, and overhauling our tiers, so stay tuned. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronze Beth, Venice Witch, Tristan, Redemption, Lyle, Eddie, Ray, Preston, and Rad Magical. The Silver Goth is Stephen, Matt, Lindsay, Aaron, Brittany, Rachel, Meredith, Sid, and Corey. The Golden Day Days, Sarah, Matthew, Faith, Christy, Mr. Normal, Angela, Keith, and Kyle. And the Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Farron, Bryce, and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. Making content for social media can be tough, and we've been working on delivering new content every day on our TikTok, which is at Private Island Presents, our Instagram at Up All Night Podcast, Twitter at UAN Pod and YouTube at Up All Night HA Podcast. We hope you take some time to give us a follow and check it out. Instagram in particular has been a very tough nut to crack, and after four years, I'm still trying to figure it out. Come hang out with us live. I stream episodes of shows on Instagram every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, and I take requests. So if there's something that you want to watch, some spooky shows, let us know. On top of that, I do stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandsea, where I'm usually playing some Elden Ring, Phasmophobia, Final Fantasy, or I might just be editing things for the show. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this theme dating start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. Thanks again for taking a listen to the show. For now, I'll let you get back into it, and I will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. cut over to Psyche's house and she's yelling that she kept up her end of the bargain and asks Logan, because he's there too, if he kept up his. Logan throws Psyche across the room and then starts fucking strangling her, saying, yeah. Margaret's dead, you killed her. Psyche yells back, me? I only made it. You gave it to her. And Logan starts strangling her some more and then stops saying, you know what? You're not worth the prison time. You have to like jump through some crazy mental hoops to like get to the point where you're like, this is Psyche's fault. I know, right? Like, I mean, look, again, Psyche's instructions were one drop for love, two drops and should be yours for life, which is wrong. But they didn't say it would kill her. I don't know. Like, I get it. But like, don't strangle somebody, please. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah. He walks away from Psyche, and she says, kind of mostly to herself, where you're going is far worse. Far worse! Except she doesn't yell it. I've added dramatic effect. (laughs) So it's nighttime now at Margaret's grave, and Logan is there sobbing a bit, saying, Maggie, you were the biggest fish a guy could hope to land. And he takes a drink and says, and by land, I mean swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Just to clarify. (laughs) (laughs) An addendum. (laughs) (laughs) Then he says... Suddenly, a hand juts out of the ground and Margaret snatches Logan by the shirt and raises up and smooches him on the lips. She shouts, Logan, where am I? And Logan tells her that she was pronounced dead and they had a funeral and everything. Maggie can't believe this shit, saying, dead? A funeral? Then she looks at her hand saying, oh, damn, I broke another nail. Maggie's funny. I like Maggie. Yeah, Maggie's all right. (laughs) After she's dead, she's all right. (laughs) 
she does some funny stuff as zombie maggie logan tells her to forget her nails and that she's alive and kicking maggie wastes no time saying oh logan i thought i'd never see you again even though i didn't know what the hell happened five seconds ago thought i'd never smooch you again that i'd never make love to you again (laughs) (laughs) then she pulls him in for a zombie smooch they roll around on the ground for a second before we cut over to psyche playing with her voodoo dolls and she's saying logan's gonna make a fine groom for her and then sets the dolls down snap over to margaret putting something on her face what the fuck am I? What? I don't remember that part. <laughs> I put it in my nose. She's just putting she's on a little makeup. She's just, you know. Oh, uh, she's getting beauty. Yeah. She's beautified. Coming to beauty. She looks over and sees Logan walking up. So she smiles and he opens the door and she says, Darling, I hope you like this. I've been up since the crack of dawn cooking for my little schmookamookums. <laughs> Logan smiles for a second and says, Oh, God, it smells like something died in here. Yeah, Maggie died. Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it was like yesterday. <laughs> maggie doesn't smell anything and logan asks if she's okay because she looks a little bit off like she's been dead or something maggie tells him nah i feel dope as hell and reborn now eat every last bite of this shit because you're gonna need all that strength to make love with me five times a day in fact logan eyes her saying did you really make all this food and she says yup if you like this you're gonna love dessert and he smiles and she tatas away logan stops and smiles again and looks at and looks a little disgusted and that cuts us over to Freddy and him sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. Logan's having a little cigarette as Freddy says that he's looking super happy the day after he lost the love of his life. And he asks if you're the beneficiary, which of course he's not, Freddy. Are you yeah. stupid? What the hell? <laughs> Logan drops a bomb saying Freddy's just made a stupid and colossal mistake of his medical career. Freddy laughs saying, nah. I did that in England, dear boy. Why the hell do you think I'm in this place? Good one, Freddy. Logan, (laughs) my war crimes were back in London. (laughs) Logan tells him that Margaret's alive, which causes Freddy to choke on his drink a little as he says that he knows a corpse when he sees one, and she was absolutely, totally dead. She's pickled, in fact, because they embalmed her, Brandon. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Logan tells him that's impossible. And we look behind Freddy to see Maggie walking up in a beautiful red dress. Suddenly, Maggie hacks Freddy's head off with a machete, and it falls and rolls across the table. We see Maggie, whose face is fairly decayed now, and she smiles, looking at her hand, saying, Oh, Don, there goes another nail. Yeah, so she's looking a little more dead now. She's got a couple of prosthetics on her face. Looks pretty good. I like it. It's, it reminded me of the tale of the dark dragon a little bit when, yeah, when, uh, what's her name, Mariah had like a little facial issues going yeah, on when she was just a little bit dead. Yeah, remember that? It was great. Logan snaps up and she asks if something's wrong. No, no, everything's good. Logan tells her <laughs> to get away from him. She gets all seductive in her face prosthetics, telling him to give her a little smooch. Logan goes over the potion rules out loud for a second because he's an idiot. He realizes that. He really did cause this problem. He's all, oh my god, and rushes over to grab a gun from the cabinet. He he points at her, commanding her to stay back, that she's dead. And she smiles, saying, sticks and stones can break my bones. She walks a little closer, and Logan just unloads his gun on her, like just shooting her a bunch of times all over. And she falls to the ground, dead again. Logan drops the gun, puts his hands to his cheeks, saying, oh my god, I've killed her. Wait a second. 
I can't have killed her. She's already dead. I feel like he said that to, like, absolve himself of any guilt. Like, oh, I didn't kill her because she's already dead, so I'm in the clear. But it's like, you killed her the first time, too, so... (laughs) I didn't kill her because I killed her before. Yeah, so I'm innocent. Well, it doesn't matter, Brandon, because suddenly Margaret snaps back up and yells, Logan, how could you? I just bought this dress. Somehow, Margaret has returned. (laughs) Then she walks over to him as he screams and runs outside. Outside, he's running down the path as Margaret chases after him, saying his honey bunny wants a kiss. (laughs) Logan falls to the ground after tripping on a root or something and gets back up and runs some more with a limp. Maggie's right behind him now, and he stops at the edge of the quicksand. We look at Maggie's illuminated face, because she has an oil lamp, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know where she grabbed it, but she snatched that shit up quick and just started chasing him. And she looks even more zombified now. Yeah. There's from like bones jutting from her From now until the end of the episode, I feel like every time it cuts away and then cuts to Maggie, they add one more prosthetic. Yeah. I like it. This is my probably my favorite Maggie look. There's like bones jutting from her ribcage. There's an eye missing. I don't know how she got so zombified in such a little short amount of time, but yeah, she is it looks good. decaying quick. It's it's that hot, humid Jamaica air. Oh, I guess Jamaica is the perfect place to have a zombie outbreak. Yes. Well, a zombie single. Yeah. Singlet? I don't know. Zombie. It's like it's like craft cheese. The singular single. form of zombies. <laughs> it's great zombie makeup. Logan screams and backs up and falls right into the quicksand, just like I know I'm going to die. Yeah. And he slowly sinks in. <laughs> Very slowly. Well, it's kind of quick. I don't know. It's weird. Margaret kind of fumbles to grab his hand a little bit. <laughs> she she basically doesn't even try. Eventually, she does grab it as he sinks all the way in, and she pulls him up with her zombie strength. Yeah. <laughs> zombies with their decaying muscles are very powerful. I mean, in some lores, zombies are really strong, but I just assume they're not because they're dead bodies, but I don't know. I'm not a zombie expert. Yeah. I thought he was going to die here. Like, I, th- I didn't look at how much time was left, and I was like, oh, it's, like, appropriately ironic that he would die in the the quicksand that he was, like, so quick to send everybody else to their death to build his hotel for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no. He doesn't, though. <laughs> no, he just gets rescued. She, she goes to reach for him once he's out, and he's all, no way, girl, and he kicks her away. She falls and smashes into the oil lamp, and she catches on fire. And then she clumsily walks over to him saying that she's burning with desire. So he grabs a fallen tree branch and uses it to push her into the quicksand. Yep. Her flaming body is quickly swallowed up by the quicksand and the fire is extinguished. And I think it looks like a cool shot. Like the last bit of her red dress is on fire and it gets sucked into this quicksand and it extinguishes and it's cool. The not cool thing is like how weird it looks that... um, the person that's doing the stunt is so big and bulky. Yeah, <laughs> like if you're if you're on fire, you have to wear protective yeah, gear. So you can't be like a very thin-looking decaying zombie and be on fire because you got to be wearing those pads and stuff. Yeah, because so, you can only be on fire for so long, and you got to make yeah. sure that it's got heat resistance stuff. So on it very suddenly, Maggie bulks the fuck up. And she's like, <laughs> burning with she desire. I love it. <laughs> like, no fault of their own. Like, this is what you had to do back yeah. in the day if you yeah. wanted a cool person on fire shot. And it's very worth it to have a zombie on fire. They made the right call. Zombie on fire, the coolest thing. With Logan, he goes back into his room and takes a drink of whiskey or something with a gasp. He slinks to the ground and catches his breath. He says, to Margaret, maybe she rest in peace. I thought he'd never get over her death. 
In fact, I never thought she'd get over it either. And he laughs a little because he's hilarious. <laughs> that is a good one. I'll give that one to him. There's a quick tap on his door and Logan looks over slowly as the camera zooms in on his face. Suddenly, his window explodes open and Margaret busts into the room like a zombified Kool-Aid man. Logan utters out a few... No! As Margaret sashays her way to him, her face is now completely skull-like, and the camera closes up on that face where she says, I'm back. Yeah, and the, the like the animatronics on her face in this part look very silly. They do. She looks a little bit like Tar Man from Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Logan scuttles his way across the floor over to Freddy's bag where he grabs a whole bunch of pills and a bottle of poison, and he just kind of goes to town and swallows all that shit. <laughs> yep, he's just like, all right, I quit. Yep, he's like, eh, I'm done. I take a whiskey drink, I take a poison drink. <laughs> he starts convulsing on the floor, and we look over at zombified Margaret, who raises her hand over her mouth in surprise. I love that. She's all like, oh! <laughs> My baby! <laughs> Logan convulses some more for a few seconds, and then he fucking dies. And uh, he doesn't do a great job at acting in this part. <laughs> He's all like, Ugh, huh? <laughs> it's really, it's bad. like, I feel like yeah, I Yeah, really it's not great. It's like a I'm second I'm not even long. a trained actor. What? With those accents? <laughs> Look, my, my casting director gave me a call, and he said I'm going to be playing an English <laughs> bloke. And I said, well, I got to do this podcast to freshen up on my English accent. And it worked. Incredible. The screen fades to black for a second, and then back to scenes from the beginning of the episode where those people are raising sinks over their head and dancing and stuff. You know, voodoo. (laughs) With Psyche, she's in her Sunday best, and she takes a drink of something. She walks over to the bed where Logan is, and he's all tied up, and then she just spits all the liquid all over his body. (laughs) Yeah. It's a wake-up I can't blame her. He wakes up and looks at her, then at the ropes tying him up, and he's all, uh, I thought I was... Psyche tells him, oh, you were, but you think you can take the easy way out? You see, Logan, and it's like I tell you, I'll always keep my promises. Now, there's someone that's just dying to see you. In walks zombie Margaret. She's got a wooden (gasps) cage in her hands. It's the head of Freddy in there. He says, I always said you get ahead, Logan. And he laughs. Psyche tells him, that's right. Like I said, she be yours for life and death. She never said that. No, she, she added that. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on Psyche. Zombie skeletal Margaret slowly leans over to Logan. She's got her mouth open, and her tongue is flopping around for a smooch. Yeah, she's fully a skeleton now, and she's got a big, meaty tongue. She's all like... (laughs) Accurate. Job of the Hut style. Logan screams, and I guess that's the end of the episode. (laughs) That's the end of the tale. He's like, that tongue is Yeah, it's gross. (laughs) Back with the Crypt Keeper, he's still got his sunglasses on, and he's caressing a skull, and he says, Well, Psyche can work that old black magic on me anytime she wants. And how about that, Maggie? Girls like that are pretty hard to dig up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, looks like poor old Logan's got himself a zombie. (laughs) No, I was like, wait, is there like a double meaning for that? No, he's just saying a sentence. He says, I think I'll have one too. And he raises up a coconut shell drink, and... That cuts us out of the episode, and that's the end. Maybe a zombie is like an alcoholic drink? Maybe. I wouldn't know. I'm, yeah, I'm not an alcoholic. Someone out there is cracking up at the Crypt Keeper's joke, but I don't know. Somebody in 1990 seen that, and they were like, oh, as they were drinking their zombie. Listening to the Cranberries, like, I get it. Oh my gosh, I love that song. Same. It's not my favorite Cranberry song, though. I think Linger's my favorite. It would be. That's a good song. It is. It's a good song. Zombie's too sad. 
I know, right? What's it about, like, Ireland or something? <laughs> yeah, people dying. Ugh, the worst. Anyway, Brandon, that's our zombie episode of Tales from the Crypt. What did you think? I mean, it was a good one. It's, I mean, it's not like classic top-tier zombie fiction, but... Yeah. You know, I'm glad we got a zombie episode. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, actors were... I, I mean... There were actors. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Margaret did a great job. Like, I liked when she was a silly zombie. I thought it was really, really fun. I didn't like the racist part, Paul. I don't know. Racism. Not for me. Yeah. She was a shit in life, but she was a delight in death. Yeah, I liked it when she broke her nails and she was all, like, gasping and stuff. Great job. She she wore that zombie makeup well. They did a great job on the makeup, and that's kind of all I want. Mm-hmm. Now, I would... I Look, I'm going to be greedy here, Brandon. I want an actual zombie episode where there's just bunches of zombies trying to get into a house or some bullshit. Yeah. I'm never like, going to get that, though. What do you do with that in a half-hour chunk, though? You just have to be thrown in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and then just have something interesting happen for 30 minutes? I don't know what you'd do. 30 what's nose? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I mean, look, we haven't had that many zombie episodes of anything, mm-hmm. and uh, this one was kind of a delight. I'm not a huge fan of voodoo zombies. I think they're kind of the boring zombies, but I liked it. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, moral of the story, Brandon. I mean, obviously this one has a moral. you got to follow the rules, okay? If somebody tells you one drop is good, only do one drop. Or don't do it at all. Yeah, if, you, if you're drugging someone, like, follow the rules. Yeah, don't overdose someone. But also, don't do that. <laughs> if you have to, don't fuck it up. Another moral of the story is, I, I mean, I guess Jamaica's horrible? I, I don't believe that one, though. No, Jamaica's okay. Just stay out of the quicksand yeah jamaica has two things it's got zombies and quicksand so i don't know maybe i'm gonna book a trip there (laughs) the real moral of the story is if you're rich go to jamaica because somebody wants your money there she had no she had no reason to be there no she she actively didn't want to be there she didn't want to be there she had no reason to be there but she had to so that the episode happened weird you would think that they would write in something a little bit better than and now we have a margaret you know but oh well till death brandon episode name uh i think we could come up with one better i'll start sure zombies yeah well Well, zombie (laughs) (laughs) it's very accurate straight to the point um i'd say death becomes her (gasps) oh Wow, Brandon, you're such a poet with your words. <laughs> it, this episode gave me some Death Becomes Her vibes. Yeah. I don't know if anybody out there remembers that 90s classic, but nope. when he when he's blasting her up with the gun, I was like, oh, it's like that one movie where he's blasting <laughs> up a dead chick with a gun. I think it should be called like something about Psyche. You know, what about Psyche or Psyche's voodoo for dummies? <laughs> That's so Psyche. <gasps> Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Love it. All right, with that, Brandon, I think we should meet the cast. Okay, who are these three people? Uh, well, you dumb dumb. We got five people. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I'm including Noah because I have to since I said I was going sure, to. Sure, he had like two lines. Why not? All right. So first up, we got Logan, played by D. W. Moffat, who you may find in Arthur. I'm <laughs> just kidding. That's D. W. I don't care. <laughs> I'm funny. I get, it, I get it. Should do a podcast. Oh man. So D. W. What's his name? D. W. Moffat. Maybe it's Muffet. I don't Moffitt. know. Moffet. Whatever. Do you even know this person? It's D.W. Moffet. Get out of here. Dude, he's the dude from Cinco de Mayo's Not a Thing. That's. Shut up. Quit talking like you know what's He's in there. two episodes he's, of that. You know what? 
Okay, well, he started his career back in 1985 with an early Frost, which sounds boring as hell. He was also on Black Widow, but not the Marvel one, the 1987 movie. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> uh, let me see here. He was in... Oh, I almost said Star Trek. It's Star Tr- Starstruck. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. The Outer Limits. He was in Union Square. Like I said that like I know what that. He was in Nip Tuck for two episodes. I've heard of that show. Yeah. He's in a thing I've heard of. He was in Life is Wild for 13 episodes. Skateland. No. Yes. Skateland. I thought that was at Stakeland. I'm a mess today. <laughs> the editing for this episode is going to be awful. It's going to be a treat. Gonna be, I'm gonna oh, so many bloopers. We haven't had a lot of bloopers lately, and now we got them. He was in 20 episodes of Friday Night Lights. I've never seen that show, but I've heard it's wonderful. Ooh, he was in 16 episodes of Chicago Med as well. Okay, that's him. He was oh, in things. Hold on, hold on, Brandon. He was in 104 episodes of Switched at Birth. Oh, okay. So he was actually like a main character in something. He, he was in something, yeah. Uh, and that was him. Next up, we got margaret or perhaps ma maggie i don't remember which one to be called anyway it's played by pamela Gein, and pamela was in a lot less things <laughs> yes by a lot okay uh she, her first role was in 1982 a midsummer night's dream uh she was in one life to live for two episodes that's like a soap opera i think mm-hmm. uh nothing really else though not really the last thing she was in was in 2002 the Oh, shit. I have to say it. The Syringa Tree? I don't know what that is. She was in it, though. Next! <laughs> yeah. We got Freddy. Freddy, played by Aubrey Morris. And this guy was in A Clockwork Orange, so, yeah. That's a thing. That's a that's a famous oh, movie. He's also passed away. Sorry. <laughs> the late Aubrey Morris. Rest in peace. Died in 2015. Let me see what he's been in here. IMDb does that thing where I have to, like, go down further. So let's do that. Oh, God. I got to scroll a lot. Okay. This guy's been in everything. 164 roles. So many. Uh, started his career in 1948 with Flyaway Peter. He was in a bunch of stuff in the 60s uh keep scrolling man he was in a lot of stuff in the 60s holy shit nope i'm still in the 60s okay hold on i got this i got this oh we're in the 70s he was in a lot of stuff in the 70s anything interesting uh the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy in 1981 i thought that was a newer thing uh, no the book's old is that like a, a radio drama it's a tv series all right in one episode of it I, yeah, I thought that was like way newer. He was in Beauty and the Beast. We've seen a couple of actors from that show in there. She was in. He was in Murder She Wrote. Brandon, that's cool. Uh, he's gonna be in the Tales from the Crypt movie, Bordello of Blood. At least one of them. I think there's two movies. He was in Deadwood. I've heard really good things about Deadwood. He was in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for one episode in the year he passed away. All right. Well, imagine being in all that shit like back in the 40s and 50s, and then your final role Ending being on a high note. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's crazy. Nope. I've never seen oh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. but I Yes, you have. Movie. With me. When have I, did I, okay, maybe one episode I've seen. Yeah. Next up, we have Psyche, played by Jeanette Hubert. Hubert? Janet Hubert. Janet Hubert, yeah. Uh, she was in the French Prison Bel Air brand. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Why do you know that, Brandon? Who is she? She's Aunt Viv, man. She's fucking She's Aunt Viv. She's the first and the best Aunt Viv. Yes. She was 73 episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She was Vivian Banks. That's awesome. Didn't she like have like a bad relationship with Will Smith or something? And he was like, I want this Aunt Viv out of here. Yeah, he slapped her out of the, the show. <laughs> and then he slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> that's the timeline of Will Smith. That's, right p- that's pretty much it. He just goes from slap to slap. <laughs> 
one slap at a time. Uh, so let's see here. Where is she? Where's Jeanette been in here? She was in Grand Theft Auto Five. Well, let me go back here. She started her career back in 1985, Agent on Ice. Funny thing is, she was in the reunion for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So like, he invited her back for that. Yeah, it was so nice. <laughs> Thank you, Will Smith, for allowing. <laughs> Thank that you, happen. Will. Please don't slap us. <laughs> Uh, she was in Gilmore Girls, NYPD Blue, 54 Below Premiere. Okay, that was why did I say that one? New Amsterdam. I've heard of that show. She's been in six episodes of Damascus from this year. Yeah, still working. Yeah, good job. I like her so much. She's great. Next and last, we have Noah, that one guy who had a line, so I'm going to talk about him. Yep. Noah is played by Jairus Poindexter. I'm probably saying your name wrong, and for that, I apologize. He's been in a, a good amount of things, actually. Uh, started his career in 1985 with American Playhouse. Um, what else has he been in here? Matlock was in Doogie Howser. Uh, Seinfeld. He was in Seinfeld. He played Man. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's one of my man, favorites. We got Man, Jerry. <laughs> He was in the Bernie Mac show. I remember Bernie Mac. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Yeah. I was distraught when he passed away. Uh, he was in Parks and Recreation. As who? Show. George. Oh, okay. This is George. George. Back in 2010, I think. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 2011. I can't believe Parks and Rex is that old already. Yeah. So he was in the Media Blitz episode. I love that show. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He played Older Man. He plays Man a lot. He was in Scandal. I like that show. Well, I like Kerry Washington. I've never really seen Scandal. This Is Us. He was in a lot of those, like, uh, shows, you know? Them shows. The Neighborhood, I Hate Kids, Princess of the Row. Man, take that out of context. That's him. He's in a lot of a lot of things. Yeah. We're still working today. Um, That's cool. Well, maybe. The last thing he was in was The Chi from 2022 oh yeah so long ago but that's that's kind of our cast i mean there is the minister that's also on no there, like mm, yep <laughs> yeah that's that's all we got for uh till death that was a casting crew um do you want to see what we're gonna deal with next week Brandon? sure so <laughs> next week's episode is called three's a crowd okay so this is a gold digger episode <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's it's gonna be married couple and then they want to be a thruple and they're like wait a second three's a crowd and then they're gonna finger bang at the camera okay that's what's gonna happen you know it sure you want me to read this uh two sentence all right let's hear who's gold digging who okay a married couple is trying to enjoy their anniversary but anita's friend no however the husband is sure his wife is cheating on him okay yeah so so break up with her i guess at least it's nice and vague why is that a story <laughs> that happens every day man brandon i don't know what to tell you <laughs> okay that's three's a crowd i'm sure it's gonna be wonderful i'm assuming they're gonna be in like a secluded cabin or something and then they're gonna hear a noise and be like are you cheating on me <laughs> <laughs> three's a crowd you know finger guns <laughs> right in the camera but that's next week brandon we gotta wait a whole week oh man this. i know right we can do it we've done it for like I don't know. We're coming up on fucking four year anniversary here, so it's, it's a like long time. A couple of days. I know, right? God, what are we doing here? A podcast, that's what. But you know what? Okay, we'll contemplate life choices next week, Brandon. For now, I've been up all night. I'm going to let you leave, go do your Easter shenanigans. I got to get mine ready too. Don't tell me. But I am out of here, Brandon. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful, great rest of the night. Thank you. I will. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>